This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So, you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. So, my curiosity question for you is, what's the difference between knowing something and understanding something, but actually implementing that understanding into practice? Okay, so let me say this again. What's the difference between knowing something and understanding something, but actually implementing that understanding into practice? Okay, so let me set the tone. So let's say you know you should be working out. You know exactly what nutrition to take in. You know what kind of sleep you need to be getting. I mean, the information is not at all in scarcity. I mean, we're constantly flooded with information on fitness, health, and how to actually become the desired person that you wish to become so what stops you from doing it well I think honestly it's the story that you tell yourself right now about getting in great shape this is critical because here's the truth you might believe and tell yourself that you hate working out because when you get sore and you believe that soreness is the byproduct of a good workout well that might not be true For most of us, we have all been told the story that the only way to get in really great shape is by hammering the body, and if you aren't sore, if you aren't sore, then the workout wasn't working. So you started telling yourself that the story is, honestly, I've got to get sore, and that's the only way that I can get better, better at this working out thing. And if I'm not pushing myself, if I'm not sore the next day, then it means that it was a bad workout. Well, if this at all, like, kind of, I don't know, resonates with you or makes you curious about how you can get in great shape and maybe not be sore, then this episode is for you. In this episode, you're going to have a deep conversation with myself and the one and only Van Logan Worth. And we're going to talk about what someone can actually start doing to create the behavior change. The difference of knowing something and actually implementing it. The difference of what it takes to program a great workout versus just, hey, I'm gonna damage the body so I can feel like I did something with my body. So if you're thinking, uh, who is this Van Logan Worth guy? 
he is a super trainer, not just a personal trainer, but a super trainer at the one and only Fit Club in Springfield, Illinois. He is also a dog lover, a husband, a crossfitter, martial artist, and former, well, he says this, fat kid. Who knows? And he loves making things complicated, but values simplicity over almost everything else. So, without further ado, give a warm welcome to the one and only Logan. How you doing, Logan, man? I am well, sir. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing very well. I'm so happy you're on the show today, man. I really, I can't wait to dive deep with uh, you. And, and I, I mean, we've we've been hanging out, man. I just want to say off air, you're by far one of the most giving, kindest, fun to just hang around with kind of dude. And um, anybody who's ever around you, I, 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 like you lift up their spirits and make them positive too. It's just, uh, so thank you for just doing that. And I want to acknowledge you right off the bat for doing that. Well, thanks, man. You know, uh, if you're having fun at work, it's not really work, right? So it's not just fun for me, but it's important to make it fun for everybody, whether it's a member, whether it's another employee. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, yeah, so the mission of the show is to really allow somebody to scratch their own itch, right? So that means, you know, you may have a problem that you had that the only way to solve it is that you had to get serious about solving it. And you found a way to solve it, not for just yourself, but for other people too. How are you solving uh, maybe a problem of yours, but at the same time you're solving it for others? Well, uh, my my big problem, I think you mentioned me saying that I was a former fat kid, and you should go look at my Facebook page, man. I was adorable, right? Really pinchable cheeks. Um when I was a little younger and I, right, when I was a little younger, I was pretty heavy. I was kind of fat through, uh, really started porking up around that 11, 12 years. You know, when I, when I switched over from the kid's meal to the double quarter pounder with cheese, there wasn't really like a nice transition. It was just one right to the next. Um, and that, that was back in the day where they had super sizes and that, trust me, every time we supersized it. Um, but yeah, just as I got a little bit older, uh, I became unhappy with myself and, you know, I might not have acknowledged it then or even realized it then, but kind of sitting back in reflection, um, there are a lot of things in life that we can't control, but we can absolutely control how we look, how we feel, um, and how we act. So I just kind of made a decision when I was young, 17 to just be different. And I became different because it's just that easy. So when you say you became different, uh, what, like what specifically did you start changing your life? Um, so pretty sedentary. My parents work for uh, the Salvation Army. They still do great organization, great nonprofit. Um, but they move you around a lot. So I never really developed a, a deep network of friends and we are very social creatures. And, and in many ways that is necessary for just kind of quote unquote, a normal upbringing. Uh, I became very introverted, um, went to myself for, you know, kind of my entertainment. And that, that took the role of things like video games, movies. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still nerd out, still love that stuff. Um, but I realized that if that was going to be my life, that wouldn't be much of a life. So at 17, um, I actually ended up selling all of my games. Um, and I used that money to, uh, purchase some gym equipment from my garage. And I just kind of 
kind of learned the old fashioned way, the wrong way, but I, I made a decision. I made a change and I'm uh, happy I did it because it really did. It kind of uh, created a base for the rest of my life, or at least up until this point. I love it. So what was that first uh, sort of like a spark of, hey, you know, I, I like, I want to be different. Like I want to, what I want to like actually feel good in my body. Um, I want to feel good uh, and confident, and I want to be able to take off my shirt with, with confidence. Where did that happen in your life? And and was it a magazine? Was it a mentor of yours? Was it a, was it a TV show? What was that thing? Um, it was a couple of things. Again, I was 17, moved around a lot. I had, uh, I've done the martial arts in some way, shape or form my whole life. Um, my parents started me with, uh, American Kempo when I was four years old, started with my dad. And no matter what, when we moved, we found a martial arts school. Sometimes it was Kempo. Sometimes it was Jiu-Jitsu. Sometimes it was Taekwondo. Sometimes it was Shotokan Karate, but we were always doing some form of martial arts. Um, and when we moved out here, I, I kind of got a sense that we were going to stay for a while. So I was able to kind of take it more seriously, right? If you're up and moving every six months to two years, you really can't uh, progress very far in, in a system. Um, but we're going to be here for a while. And so I, I started the martial arts as a white belt when I was uh, 15 years old. And, you know, I went to class twice a week like I was supposed to. Sometimes loved it, sometimes hated it. But as I became a little older, I started really getting into it. And um, it's a very physical thing. And I realized as a as a green belt that, you know, if I was going to survive the upcoming quote-unquote black belt test, which was going to be a two-day event, and we can go into that a little bit later, I would need to uh, to make a change. Because I wouldn't survive it. I wouldn't be able to. I just – I was too big. Um, I got winded very easily. I was weak. Um and so, I mean, that was probably the biggest factor. And of course, man, 17-year-old, hormones going, there was a girl. <laughs> there was a girl. There was <laughs> Always, a girl. Always, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's, it's sometimes the biggest uh, drano towards eating the extra uh, burger, I guess, is, is just go, hey, I can eat this extra burger, and chances are of getting that girl across the room is is slim to none yeah right every every burger is like just a little drop down in that power bar of life (laughs) so i want to ask you though um yeah i i I started this show off with this sort of like question of of why we can understand something you know like there is a plethora of information right for getting in good shape for getting in like you know, uh, really great nutrition and, and, and there's so many studies out there and it's, I mean, that is just, it's kind of like flooded with, it's an overload of information and people I think get really confused about what actually works. So what do you think is one of the ways that people can just start today to program their workouts um, you know, that, that allows them to actually see tangible results instead of just kind of going and being like the, uh, the ADHD kid where, you know, they're really into one thing and they're into this other thing and then they're in this other thing and they're just kind of doing 50,000 things instead of being specific with one thing. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking of this before, uh, we started, but I realized that the more I know, the more I know, I don't know, right? Um, there is a lot of information out there, and, it, and it's constantly growing. There's a lot of contradiction out there too. 
Um, but like you said in the intro, I've really begun to, to value simplicity. Um, I, I could tell you a lot of things that work. I could tell you a lot of things that don't work. Um, but most importantly, everybody's different. And as long as they work, they will receive some value from that. So I guess the best piece of advice um, when beginning a fitness regime is just find something, get dig that's active. And then just start that for a couple times a week. See how it goes. That'll induce change. If you go from being a sedentary, inactive, deconditioned individual and you pick up salsa dance, you will make great changes in your life. And if you love it, the more consistent you will be at it, right? And you will continue making change at least for a while. So that'd be my first piece, our first piece of advice. Find what you love or find out what you enjoy and pursue that first. Because a lot of times that's really kind of that key for consistency and longevity. Because if, you know, if you, and I don't want to talk against my work, but if you absolutely detest running on a treadmill, there is no reason you need to be running on a treadmill. So best thing I can say is find something you like and seek that. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. That's so focused and clear. And thank you for just giving that one thing is... Um, it was really that there's no secret to it. Um, the, 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 the thing is, is find what you really love to do and, and, uh, hold on to it. And it doesn't make it, uh, very complex and it makes it your life actually have, I think, more pleasure inside of it, you know, because there's a lot of people I, I know for a fact that, um, you know, they'll ask me, about you know hey logan um what's this crazy like superset thing what is a superset and i go let's 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 tone it back like how often um are you sitting and watching netflix and i and i don't want to call anybody out but i know for a fact that most people are their lifestyle is is surrounded by just sitting at a desk or watching a movie and on netflix and just simply walking around is is an exercise and will elicit change and it's not even considered exercise but um like you said more activity uh the next thing i've got to ask though is is um is for you where where is your curiosity kind of going towards as far as the future of fitness what do you see is like and when i ask that question i mean like what wh- what would you love to see more inside of gyms I mean, that's a good question. Uh, life is, a, it's a circle, right? Wasn't that a song in The Lion King? It's a circle. So, you know, the, the big thing back uh, in the 80s, early 90s, that machine based, then we started moving on to barbell based, um, bodybuilding style, right? Splits, uh, I'm going to do arms today, I'm going to do legs kind of today, even though it's uncomfortable. Um, then we start transitioning to kind of the, the CrossFit style training. Um, 
And now we see kind of moving back, maybe not to, to, to bodybuilding per se, but now we're getting back more into those splits. We're looking more into the kind of the conventional weightlifting, at least as far as, as the fitness world. Um, what would I like to see happen? Um, functional fitness put as a priority in every gym, whether big or small, a lot of gyms are doing that. I know fit club, we are doing that. Um, and but those that don't know what functional fitness is, what is that? Things that translate well to, to real life. Okay. Uh, what did you ask me yesterday? Dude, are you deadlifting today? Unfortunately, I wasn't. Um, but picking stuff off the ground up translates to life, right? Grocery bag, kid, dog, um, trash cans. You know, that's something functional. Something that, that you may see that pattern um, replicated in real life done in the gym that's functional fitness gotcha no that's very uh and that's funny because a, a lot of people that are bodybuilders or a lot of people that are actually in the gym almost six seven days a week don't even know what functional fitness is i know for a fact they don't because you say what a barbell curl is and i know you want to comment on this you say what a barbell curl is and they go, oh yeah i know what a barbell curl is and then you go um have you ever thought about just like your day and how you squat to pick up things or you, 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 you bend over and you hinge to pick up that, uh, that sock off the floor or, or you reach up to go get uh, something out of the top cabinet? That's an overhead press. And if you think of it like that, um, it makes, I think, working out a little bit m more fun in a way. Like, hey, this is all for something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll use a pun here. If you can't scratch your own itch when your itch is on your back, you don't know what functional fitness is. <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, and the, there, there are many benefits, obviously, if uh, you're using, um, compound movements, compounds are generally seen as functional. We already talked about the deadlift, picking something off the ground. Some people say don't squat like, well, then how am I supposed to sit down, stand up? How am I supposed to get in and out of the, in and out of the car? Um, squats, a functional movement. The nice thing about those things too, there's a lot of bang for your buck. So uh, when I go to pick up a barbell off the ground in a deadlift, hamstrings, glutes, hips, low back, traps i mean really everything engages core heavily uh, everything engages the more muscles you work the more calories you burn and what are what are most people's goals when they go to the gym right is that calorie burn um not only does it burn calories while you're doing it, but then we have that repair factor after, right? So it kind of starts that engine to, of the metabolism and going into muscle repair. And so not only do you burn calories while performing the action, but then in the repair afterwards. Oh, I love it. I love it all. Uh, I love it. So I want to give a – because I, I love the way your mind operates, and I think that it would be crucial for someone to sort of uh, figure out where you get your – your juices from, uh, you know, where's your, where's your tank coming from? And when I say that, I mean like you're sitting down on a Tuesday night, just hanging out, you know, where's your go-to website or, or where's your go-to uh, Facebook forms or something like that to find more information on to, uh, to sort of scratch your own itch and, and, uh, and learn about something. Um, well, actually, I think you were one of the uh, people who introduced Mind Pump. That's been more of a, a recent uh, thing. They've got some really good information out there. Um, they get a little deep, which can be a great thing for someone like me. So I don't necessarily recommend 
um, that for someone who is a, a beginner um, on it's got some great stuff too. And if we're going to be honest, if we're just talking about somebody who's new looking to get good information, and this is going to sound like a sales pitch, but your local gym is where to go. Um, YouTube can help you to an extent and don't get me wrong. It's a vast web, but like you said earlier, there's so much information out there. You know, someone like me or you, who's been doing this for a while, we kind of understand how to weed through things. Um, most people don't. So find a local gym, find a trainer, you know, someone who is passionate, not someone who just brings you through the courses, someone who is legitimately, truly excited about fitness, about success, about you. Um, so yeah, that, that'd be my answer. Actually, if you're new to this, don't look at YouTube, <laughs> go, go to a gym, find someone face to face and have them teach you that that is the most important investment you can make in your, in your fitness journey from there. Doesn't mean to become reliant on that person, but from there, then once you have a good base of understanding, when you have kind of a mentor, a teacher, a guru, um, then kind of spread yourself out, then kind of seek out what you're looking for. Um, and that's, that's where I'm at now, right? I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Um, and Man, I mean, there's just so much. Yeah, Mind Pump, that blows my mind often. I'm on it. Academy CrossFit. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big CrossFit guy. Um, they all have their strengths and they all have their weaknesses. I'm just at a point now where I'm able to kind of figure out what works and, and what doesn't. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, you kind of made me just smile like a ton because I think you gave the exact answer that some people may need to hear about that sort of like, you know what you need to do, but you're not doing it. And I think it comes down to willpower just doesn't work. The environment that you set yourself in and the change that you make in your surroundings will actually sort of like make you do something that you don't want to do. And it's about, I guess... Uh, sort of greasing the gears once you get started and you're in that environment it just goes kind of downhill at first it's hard building a snowball for example is hard at first but then once you get the snowball rolling it's a uh, it's a build-up it's a, it's it becomes a little bit easier it's not that it becomes super easy where you don't have to think about it anymore but I think um, just setting in routines uh, setting in a routine that hey at 12 o'clock I'm going to go to this CrossFit workout at uh, Fit Club South or Fit Club West or wh wherever it may be or your local gym and just hanging around people that are doing something active. Um, so, yeah, that's – dude, that's solid. I love that. Love that. Um, so – and you touched on something there, that, that accountability factor. Okay, so it takes, man, four to five years to develop a habit. No, oh, that line. Uh, we're going to go back on that four to five weeks to develop a habit, four to five years to be just kind of when that becomes your routine, that becomes part of you. It takes four to five weeks to develop a habit. Um, that's also, I wouldn't say enough time to become an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but enough time to learn a lot, learn the fundamentals, learn how to squat properly, hinge properly, push properly, pull properly, uh, rotate properly. 
Um, you know, when's cardio okay for you to do? Is cardio important? And for most people, not really. Um, not in terms of the way we think anyway. Um, but sound a good five weeks, a good time to develop a solid foundation. And then from there, hopefully that accountability factor is kind of kicked in. Now you're into your routine. Now you kind of have a, a few tools in your toolbox, if you will. Um, and then you can really begin that process of, of, of growth in the gym. 100, 120%. I love that uh, you say that. Because it's really, it, it's, it's tough, I know for a fact, to get into working out. Uh, especially when you step into a gym and if you're out of shape, I mean, think back when you're out of shape, Van, you like being called Logan, sorry. That's Um, all good. Uh, think about when you were, you know, out of shape, Logan, like straight up, it was kind of tough to like go into a gym and know that you're not in shape or to know deep down that you want to get from A to Z and to know that. There's a lot of a lot of activity that needs to happen in order to shed that weight, and to just um, feel like you're part of the gang. Uh, it is. It makes sense why most people, once they get you know overweight, where they're st- stuck in so far, it's the same person that has a bunch of loans to f- you know pay back. Yep. Oh my God, it's so hard to see the the light at the end of the tunnel. But um, hey man, I want to kind of pivot a little bit into to logan's business and and his sort of like personal philosophy which because i have a personal philosophy right for my business um maybe you have a personal philosophy for your own where are those uh, where are those things that you always check in with your own business or yourself so you know that for a fact that uh you can stay clear on your goals and stay clear on on what you're actually offering as a service um so what's your personal philosophy uh pursue your passion it's kind of, kind of like fitness. So it's the same thing, right? Um, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I do a quick self-check now. Most days I'm at work at 5 a.m., which that took a couple years to uh, to get used to. However, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I've never woke up and, and said to myself, I don't want to go to work today. Um, I, I, I truly love what I do. Um, I ask myself, am I excited? Am I excited about what's going to happen today? And every single day, for the most part, the answer is yes. You know, there might be something here and there that I don't like to do, but am I excited about what I'm going to do? Because if I'm not excited, then I'm not going to put any true effort into it. I'm not going to really be able to put my whole heart behind what I'm about to do. And if you can't put your heart into it, you really can't succeed into it. Hey, friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you, and in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche, so you can start scratching your own itch. 
I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com. No, that's a, that's a huge touch point. And, um, you know, I, I started off the show saying, like, you know, you really make people positive and energized. Uh, you're just a, you're a true sort of aura when you walk in the room some people can be down and kind of upset and then all of a sudden you walk in the room and, and everyone's pretty happy when they're around you and and it makes sense why passion is a very very huge part of your business and how you and I tie business into actually someone's personality too like like some people say like oh you aren't your work but that's so not true like you are you are definitely your work if you're spending 90% of your time doing that work. Um, but I want to ask you, where, where do you, where do you want your, uh, business to go? Like, where do you hope to see yourself in the next like year as far as a, 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 a trainer or maybe, uh, move up in, in, in a space? Um, yeah. What does that mean to you? Well, if we're not moving forward, we're moving backward. Right. Um, and, and for me, I have a lot of avenues to move forward. I can move forward through my clients. Um, I, I do uh, manage uh, a part of the club, but I am first and foremost a trainer. Uh, so, you know, somebody loses five pounds, they're moving forward. I'm moving forward. Somebody hits a PR on a back squat, they're moving forward. I'm moving forward. I just get to do that every single day. Um, I love training. Uh, if I were to paint a perfect picture, right? So Fit Club is a great place. We offer a lot and we have some great trainers there. And that's kind of what my job is. We touched on this a few days back is I, I help train these trainers, these up and comers, the, these kids who come in with passion. I help kind of fuel that passion, direct that passion. So in a perfect world, um, I have all the right players in place doing exactly what they want to be doing. And if they do exactly what they want to be doing and they're loving what they're doing, they're going to be succeeding. And then I get to set back and I just get to train, right? That's where I love to just for the rest of my life, at least, you know, at 32, uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel at 40, 50, and 8, but right now, man, it's just, I love training so much that that's what I want to be doing. Um, now, as far as fit club goes, we do a lot, man. Um, and we do a lot well, but I want to do a lot um, exceptionally well, right? Exceptionally well. Um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to build, uh, and help with our, our training program is take these great trainers and make them exceptional trainers. Take myself who, you know, I'm a good trainer, but I'm still working towards being that exceptional trainer. 
what do you think uh, what are the characteristics that makes a exceptional trainer um well, i think that's easy we'll go back to it now it's not like a broken record passion it's number one thirst for knowledge that's number two application is number three you know love what you are doing or about to do and just dive into as much knowledge constantly seek that knowledge is everything um knowledge is power right we, we've said it for years and years and years um and then apply that knowledge uh in your profession awesome awesome so uh, i want to get into curiosity questions where it's just uh yeah i have some questions that i've gathered up throughout the week that I'm like, you know what, I need to ask this person this question right now. Uh, and so I want to get into that. And uh, whenever you're ready, we'll go into that. Oh, I'm ready, man. This is going to be exciting. Nice, nice. Uh, so the first question is sort of uh, what I call a, a givings, givings question, where it's just uh, it's to make someone feel a little less alone by sharing something where you may have had a, a embarrassed thought about yourself, or maybe a thought that you're ashamed about having. But you know that it's just a thought, and it doesn't mean you're you're absolutely that person. Okay, so just uh, something that I am ashamed of. Can I have done it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. whatever. Even even better. Okay, cool. So again, I used to weigh about two hundred sixty pounds. Right now, I sit about two hundred. I'm comfortably. That's what my body likes to be. Um, but the two hundred sixty pound kid's still in me. Okay. Um, I just learned to control him every so often I open the door and I let him out. So I love peanut M&Ms like with almost an unreasonable amount of, uh, of, of passion. Um, but I know obviously they're not good for us. So I was having a moment of weakness. Um, Oh, I forget where I was at, probably Walmart or something like this. And this is a few weeks back, and I was kind of taking a deload. So, you know, if I'm not working out as hard, my nutrition's not on point. I mean, I think we all suffer from that, right? Um, so I go in, and they have a nice family bag of M&Ms. But, like, it's not family bag. It's, quote, unquote, share size, right? But you know what goes really well with peanut M&Ms? pretzel m&ms <laughs> so <laughs> right so i'm not i'm not proud of this but listen I mean, like we make mistakes it's not i don't regret it because it happened three weeks ago and i'm past it right but i got both um oh yeah and so you mix them together and you eat them now again i'm not really proud of it but it was delicious now i i did finish them off that day and my wife knows um my love for peanut M&Ms. And so that same day, she decided I'm going to get my my husband a treat. And she got me the exact same size peanut M&Ms. Um, so we'll say over the course of two days, I had three share size bags uh, of M&Ms. And they were delicious. However, you know, I recognize kind of that was the healthiest choice, obviously. Uh, I indulged too much. But the important thing with that is it was one day or it was two days. You know, I can't go back and undo it. So the next time this happens, I'm just going to kind of sit back, recognize, and remember that that day of oh, shame and just be a little bit more realistic. I still might get M&Ms, man. I'm not going to say I'm not going to get M&Ms. Um, but I will hopefully be more reasonable in my size choice of their bags. <laughs> Uh, see, there you go. There, any anyone that's listening right now, uh, yeah, I've got a smirk on my face, and and all, all kidding aside, but for sure, we all we all have slip ups. Like we yep. 
all have slip-ups. Even trainers have slip-ups. And guess what? Your boss that may, you know, you may look up to as someone that's like, you know, seemingly perfect or maybe that Facebook or social network that you're on is seemingly perfect cuz we're seeing everyone's highlight reels. There's stuff behind it. There's stuff behind the curtain. Um, so thanks for sharing that, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, what's uh, one thing most people don't know about you? You know, I'm I'm an open book. I really am. I mean, I have my passion. I pursue that passion. Um, I love working out. I lo- I should probably start. Love my wife, my first and foremost. I love working out. I've got my dogs. I'm, I'm Ooh, sim- you saved right. yourself. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Thank you. Hey, I'm learning. <laughs> uh, five years now. Uh, on year six. Uh, maybe she shouldn't listen to this at all. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I mean, those are those are my big things, right? Fitness is is my passion. I love my wife and my husband. Um, and I've got my fur babies. Man, I got four dogs. Um, I talked about it a little earlier. You know, video games, TV. Me and you have had in-depth discussion on movies right um i love film i love movies i know you're 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 an actor i uh, i love those things i love those mediums i love books i love reading i love watching movies i love playing video games um just as we get older we don't have as much time for those kind of things uh you know i wasn't gonna do this to you uh but now 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 you brought it you said i'm an actor i'm not really an actor but you know i like to do impressions and whatnot yeah let's hear your best impression not gonna happen, man. <laughs> Come on, do it, do I it. Don't, I don't, get down. That was my Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's yeah. all I could do. Oh, I could do. I could do uh, George W. Bush. We've done this for you. Uh, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You know, <laughs> like the two things that I can do. Uh, but yeah, you you definitely have me beat on that, dude. Oh no, dude, you you just killed it. That was amazing. Oh, right. Right, I'll never listen to this podcast. I'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs> just, just know that around 35 minutes or so, you're going to hear some stuff that you may not want to listen to. <laughs> Skip, noted, writing that down now. Uh, notated. I love it. So uh, what's your what's your definition of success, man? Not doing what you love. Um, I don't want to say not worrying about money. That's important though, right? I mean, you want to be able to to enjoy what you do without that extra burden of, of financial stress. Um, success for me is providing for my wife, providing for my family, uh, and enjoying what I do. Again, it's, it's pretty simple. Hey, are you a coach or an author or a speaker? If this is you, then I want you to check out conveyor.com. It's a micro-learning platform in which you can create courses, challenges, and assessments and polls. Gather data or maybe make a course out of your incredible authority and thought leadership that you serve your peoples. So if you're someone who is saying things over and over again and you find yourself going, wow, okay, well, I wish I could systematize this or create a course out of it. Conveyor.com allows you to send text messages to people every single day with a little question or assessment or maybe a new test that they can use to learn a certain subject. So check out Conveyor.com. Sorry, I left you on mute for a second, so I'll have to edit that. Um, but, dude, like, I, I want to ask this because I think it's very specific to you. Very, very specific to you. Um, where is someone, or what? Who is someone rather 
that you constantly just like it brings every single time that you listen to this person it brings you back to earth and you go okay this person always makes sense and when i'm lost i listen to this one person uh that's a great question uh and i I don't know that this guy will appeal to the masses though i think he should i gotta bring up jacko man and i'm not a i'm not a, a army guy i'm not military i'm not a marine um but he is just so honest uh and so simple that he just he really does inspire me. He has a couple of videos on YouTube here. We talked about YouTube, and I said don't look at YouTube if you're new to this. But here, uh, a, a good couple of videos that you can go to. Um, he has one called Good Jocko G O C K O um, Good. Type in YouTube first video, guarantee it. Um, and then one that really does pertain to my life is uh, Your Excuses Are Lies, right? Um, good just frames everything as a positive right um it just takes okay i broke my leg great i have an opportunity for my other leg to go stronger hey i lost my job good i uh didn't like doing it anyway now i have an opportunity to get a better job um hey i just lost 50 or gained 15 pounds of fat good now i have an opportunity to test my uh, will and lose those 15 pounds of fat um really taking just about everything that you can think of that would be a negative and just putting that little good on it right um and another one that gets me jazzed is that your excuses are lies and then that really pertains to my work to myself right i wake up in the morning i know hey listen i've got to be at work at at five and i got to work out at seven at seven o'clock hits man five o'clock's early i don't really feel like you know i'm probably too tired to work out i'm too sore to work out um oh wait no that's a lie right um, I'm really hungry. I don't really have time to, uh, make a healthy meal. I'm going to stop by uh, McDonald's. No, that's a lie. Right. Uh, so just framing that, is it an excuse versus a reason? Guess what? Nine times out of 10, we're making excuses for ourselves. And that's just another, you know, another step towards failure, um, as opposed to a step towards success. And the, the, that guy and those videos really do inspire me and they're real simple. They're real short and they're great ways to just kind of reframe how we think. Dude, 100%. You know, Jocko's going to be proud when he listens to this. Yeah, well, let's, let's, I'll tag him on it. That'll be, we'll see what happens. No, I think you summed it up so well. And anybody that listens to this is going to be like, ah, oh, like deep breath, uh, exhale, and they're going to go, it's so true. Um, so, so true. So, all right, I've been making excuses on this, you know, and, and, and really, again, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's that environment change. When you when you surround yourself around the, uh, the five people that you want to be like, gosh, dang it, like it is actually harder to not become more like them than it is to just uh, just be be the same person that you were before. So, um, yeah, um, just to find your find your superheroes and surround yourself with them. Uh, and, and dude, Van, man, you're one of mine. So keep it up, dude. Uh, people are going to be like, wow, is this name, is his name Logan or is this Van? And by the well, way, you it's, know, Logan. I, it's, it's, it's whatever you wanted to be, man. Uh, I was thinking your name's Logan. My name's Logan. This could get confusing. Maybe Van was the better option to go with for the podcast, but, <laughs> but yeah. Hey, listen, I'm one of the few people I think that can say, I like both my names. So whatever, whatever, uh, is easiest for you, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, uh, so all right. Just two more questions, and we'll uh, let everyone that's listening right now get back to 
killing it because honestly you can listen to things all day and if you don't take any action and you don't actually do anything with it and you're just consuming like you said knowledge is power but applied knowledge is uh it it's everything so the second to last question is anybody that's listening to this right now um let's just say they want to support you where can they support you i mean and where can they find your facebook your instagram your twitter all that stuff man i'm terrible because i don't even have any you know it's pretty easy van loganworth on facebook um can I tell you what my Instagram is? Probably not, but the beauty of technology is I'll have it up here in a second. <laughs> it's at, uh, at Van Worth. Um, you can find me there. That's pretty easy. Um, and those are the two I, I kind of focus on more often than not. I'm trying to get into this Instagram game. Uh, it's, 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 it's a puzzle into itself. Facebook's pretty straightforward. Instagram's a little different, but that seems where, yeah, honestly, where I'm actually learning a lot, right? Uh, I'll hear about somebody and I'll find their Instagram and see, you know, a 50 second video and then I'll go to their YouTube channel and I'll learn so much more. It's awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes, man. So no worries about spelling it out right now. I'll find it, uh, with some awesome, uh, clicking of the keys and, plug it in the show notes that's all good and the last question is logan what is one question man that you think i should have asked you um you know i don't know that there's a specific question i mean there are topics that we could have gotten into i guess if i were to sit back and think you know what would be the motto that that i live by and just kind of ask yourself why right why are you the the way you are um and are you happy with the way you are i'm the way i am because i decide to be the way i am um and that's true for everyone you know if you're fat and out of shape uh, if you're deconditioned hey listen there may be some health causes around that but that's not the root cause right um it's because you're deciding to be that way we are the uh sole decision makers in our success and failure success it's a decision failure it's a decision um you just got to make a choice and life's going to get in the way it always does especially when you're busy but you've got to find a way to overcome those obstacles um kind of kick those excuses to the side and put one foot in front of the other put your head down and get ready Love it, dude. That's a great way to end it off. And um, for those that are listening, please really um, think deeply about that. Um, and I don't mean like you have to think about it all day. A simple check-in with three minutes in the morning and three minutes at night of that uh, big question of why is just so, so helpful. So thank you, Logan, so much for being on the show. And uh I know this won't be the last time we're talking, so we'll, we'll stay connected, but um, I can't say uh, thanks enough. And uh, really, anyone that's listening to this, just know that it, Logan is a, is a character that is um, very, 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 very kind, giving, and super sociable. And like I said, it's got an aura that will change negative into positive. So um, keep doing it, man. It's, it's, it's a light to my darkness. Oh, that's sweet. Thanks, man. Absolutely. 100%. Bro hug at the very end. Virtual bro hug, I guess you'd call it. (laughs) Virtual bro hug. I'll probably hug you later, man. (laughs) Awesome. Talk to you later. Take it easy.
right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.